there has to be this pivotal moment or point where you sit there and you start saying no to things. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep saying yes throughout your whole career. And as you become more experienced and senior, saying yes to everything is going to be to your detriment. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Right. Welcome. Welcome to another PyBytes podcast episode. Bob, how's it going? It's going uh, well. Thank you. How are you today? No. No, I'm kidding. So I'm good. I'm good. And that that's a nice segue into our topic of the day today we are talking he's hinting at it (laughs) today we're talking about saying no so the first thing i'll clarify is that we're not talking about just randomly yelling no at people that would not go down very well so bob why don't you explain what we mean by saying no no i just get it in this information overloaded age there are just so many requests on your time and it's very easy to say yes to a lot of things and then you're spread too thin. So we wanted to talk today about how to say no to more things so that you free up time to work on your on, on the things that really matter uh, towards your goals. Yep. And it's the you know perfect follow-on to the things we've been talking about. We've been talking about goal setting and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, one of the biggest spanners for your goals and working towards the things that you want is people, you know, people jumping in and actually reprioritizing your schedule for you. So, you know, Bob is one of the favorite things you've shown me over the years is this quote, you know, if you don't say no, others will determine your schedule for you. And that was, to me, it was, yeah, that was really powerful. And uh, I've definitely remembered that every day. So, I don't like other people controlling my schedule. I'm very strict about that. Yep. And it's important to keep in mind that there's always a trade-off. Like you cannot do everything. Sometimes I fall in that trap thinking like I can take on more and more and more. And and it's just not true. You have to make choices. And uh, saying no um, is a great way to set boundaries, which is really necessary to prevent burnout and to live kind of a balanced life yeah that that one's really true because if you think about the planning and the time audit and the things that we talk about every now and then you never actually take note of why you were doing those things or who asked you to do those things or what was the the purpose behind it and uh, if you get to the end of the day and you wonder what happened to my time not only should you look at what you were doing but you should look at who is asking you to do it because you'll find that there is a trade-off the second you accept work from someone else, no matter how much you think you can fit it into your schedule, something else is going to suffer, even if it is just your personal time, your private time. Yeah. So ideally you should always go back to your goals and see if it's, it's relevant, right? Yeah, exactly right. And uh, one of the unknown things, or I guess the things that people don't really realize that when you say no, it actually wins you respect. 
you know, if you think about every time at work, you might have asked someone to help with something or if they can participate in a project, whatever it is. And the people that say no, you actually tend to sit there and think, wow, you know, I wish I could say no or, geez, they must be busy or I don't, maybe you don't understand why, but the reality is it's because they're respecting their time and the projects and their customers, their deliverables, clients, whatever, and they're making sure they can do their best work. Yeah, and this is also a bit tricky, right? Because in our culture, we are often, you're applauded if you're always available and you have an instant response, right? And I, I guess I fall trapped to that. I like to respond fast, but it has a price in that you're causing more interruptions. And as a developer, you need a lot of deep work. So there's there's a great tension between those two. Um so yeah, it's uh, it's hard to say no. I'm the first one to admit it. But on the other hand, some people might assume that you lose popularity or you know you come off as as a bad person, whatever. But it actually shows character. It shows that you have a clear vision of your goals and that you're focusing on the big things. And you're right that that wins respect. Yeah, it also shows you're respecting them as well, right? Because by saying no, you know that they're not going to get you doing a a rubbish job i was trying to choose a politically correct word there a rubbish job on their task you don't want to show up and you know not impress them so yeah let's jump in then to some tips on how you can say no so why don't you take the first one yeah so it's very easy to get excited about something um, people propose to you and uh, dive straight in awesome let's have a chat about it let's grab a coffee Maybe pause a little bit, think it through and say, cool, but let me think about it. Win yourself some time, give your emotional brain a little bit of space to calm down. And maybe after an hour, you're not that excited anymore because you have kind of matched it against your goals and it was not the most important thing. So it's very easy to jump on things, but pause and reflect for a moment. <laughs> I, I like that because it's a habit a bad habit of all of us to just say, yeah, 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 that sounds good. You know, and by just saying that, you're almost talking yourself into it. And then <laughs> you have buyer's remorse on the other side. They've walked away going, yes, I've got my Patsy to help me with the job. And you sit there and go, crap, I had five other things to deliver, you know. So, <laughs> so you got to make sure you stop saying yes straight away and just pause. And uh, that actually jumps into the next one quite well. Let me check my calendar. You know, let me get back to you. Those are the sorts of things you should say. That's the way to pause. That's a great way to pause. Not only pause while you're in front of them, but get away from the person, you know, to get some physical space and not be stuck in that conversation where you feel you have to give an answer. No one needs an answer on the spot. You know, that's an, just a fallacy that, uh, that there is a demand or a deadline at that very moment. And the fact that they're asking you means that they have time because if you say no, they're going to go ask someone else, right? So always say, let me get back to you. Let me check my calendar because it shows that you're interested. It shows that, you know, maybe there's some, you can participate later, but the reality is you're not committing to it now. And that's the key part because maybe it is something you want to do, but give it time, check to see if you can actually do it. Yep. And another tip is to show the trade-off. So 
if you were asked, for example, by your manager or your boss to do something that you think doesn't really make sense or is not in the best interest of the overall goal, you can say, for example, okay, that's cool. What thing should I drop in order to do this? And then the trade-off becomes more apparent. And maybe uh, your manager will take it back. If that means that you're delayed on an important feature, well, then <laughs> there's some pain there, right? So, so you can use that. That's a really good one. <laughs> it puts the onus on them, right? Yeah. Uh, so same vein, delegate. This is a really great one. Obviously, if you're a manager, there is a possibility you can delegate in the traditional sense, which is pick someone from your team and give them the task, but you know, you're exacerbating the problem. So when I say delegate, I mean, think of someone in earnest who might actually benefit from doing the work. So if you're in an office, everyone wants exposure, everyone wants opportunity to look good, to shine and to, uh, you know, impress management, leadership, the teammates, whoever it is. While you might be the expert, you can't be the expert in everything. So a really strong quality, a, a real leadership quality for you to have is to say, you know what, I'm not the right person for this, but Bob is. Bob could do that in half the time that I could do it. Now, he might be busy, but go and ask him. He's a much better person to do this, to take on this opportunity. Uh, he would love the chance at it, perhaps. If you know Bob personally, you might know that he's wanting the exposure, perhaps for a promotion or something. Think about your network like that at work and think about how delegating or recommending someone else for the task might actually benefit everyone. And then it's win, win, win. The task owner gets someone that delegate gets work that they want and you don't have to take care of it and you look good in the process. That's awesome. That's a great tip. So the other thing um, I want to mention, like you need to fix this early in the pipeline because if you're getting a lot of requests, that might mean that you have set the wrong expectation. So this is kind of a, a double-edged one, like for yourself, having a clear schedule for the week where you wrapped your goals in tangible action items and plan them out, you know what your day is going to look like. So you already have that wall up for yourself. But to the outside world, it could mean like block time off of your calendar or let your team know what times of the day you're in deep work so you won't be on Slack, for example. So that's all like sending expectations and preventing certain requests to even come through. So fix it early in the pipeline. Yeah, definitely a great tip, that one, because there are lots of companies out there where you can just book time in people's calendars. <laughs> you can see their availability. All right, the, the last thing I want to cover off before we jump into a story each, we love our story time. Uh, the other big thing that a lot of people fail to realize is that accepting work and then saying not saying no, so saying yes too much, it results in more multitasking, you know, because you commit to too much and you start to sit there and say, yeah, I can take this on while I do this in parallel or I'll join your meeting, yes, and then you can find yourself in one of those situations where you're sitting in a meeting, reading email, doing your email, and are you really committing your full focus to either task? Not really because you're trying to listen but also trying to write a well-formed email. So overall, it's just, um, it's to use our favorite word, insidious, just say no more often. Don't accept the work to that that will overload you because, yeah, the multitasking is a bad thing. 
Yeah, if you're writing code while in the meeting, maybe you should uh, revisit this theme. <laughs> yeah. yeah, listen. <laughs> or if you're listening to this podcast in a meeting, well, actually, you know, that's never mind. We, we won't touch that one. Um, all right. Listen on, a, on your walks. Yeah, listen while you're walking. See, that's fine. That's good multitasking. That's good multitasking. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's jump into a story. You go first. Right. Story time. So being a software developer, right, your, your Python is super important, knowing design patterns and all that. But what I'm really, and I think the reason why we are doing this episode is saying no and the leadership skills are as important, if not more important. And an example is um, that many times people on the project, project managers, whoever came up and thought that certain features had to be built or certain enhancements. And being closer to the code and the impact on the users, you know that some of these things should not be built or should be done differently. So then it's really time to push back. So once I was coding feature and it was really in the wrong microservice in the architectures and it was just time to to pause and reflect and and push back like let, let's do this differently in the sake of getting the thing done in time so yeah saying no is is very important to kind of avoid a bad design and to make sure that feature is implemented the best way possible and then just don't be scared to speak up and that's another nice bias, the sunk cost bias, to accept that you might have to throw away some work to get to the better solution. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's great. Because, and and that I would have hoped would have run won you a lot of respect. You know, to say no, nah, not going to yeah. happen. Yeah, because there was definitely some work done in this uh, scenario, but continuing that work, there would have been risk of writing something that would not perform that well. So, like taking that loss was a good example for me to saying no for the greater benefit. Mm, and you know, that's that's a really good tip because one thing we haven't pointed out is sometimes people are looking to you to say no. So in that instance, right, who, I mean, this is way past the, the time that you were doing that, but uh, just thinking about it, the project managers, they're not technical. Even technical project managers, they're not as technical as the people doing the actual work. So they might come to you with an, completely unrealistic deadline or item action item and they're sort of relying on you to say sorry that's not feasible or at least not no. right now not in that time frame that you have and you're you might be that expert who can say that's not going to happen or that's going to result in a subpar product or something so yeah there you go really really good tip there i like that one um good story what about you all right so here's my one my one runs into that uh reprioritize tip that you mentioned earlier. And uh, mm. I think I'll call it out here. When you're starting in your career, you tend to say yes to everything. And there has to be this pivotal moment or point where you sit there and you start saying no to things. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep saying yes throughout your whole career. And as you become more experienced and senior, saying yes to everything is going to be to your detriment because you can't take care of all of that. The tasks are no longer simple, menial tasks. They're now more in-depth tasks that take months to complete. So you really need to defend your time there. And for me, one of those moments was in one of my earlier roles, not that long ago, but one of my previous roles. You know, I, I can't say exactly what it was, but I had a full plate 
I had so many tasks on my plate that I was already struggling, you know, just because it was new to me, stuff I'd never done before. And, you know, I remember my manager coming to me and saying uh, in an email saying, you know, I need you to take care of X, Y, and Z, take on this, take on that, uh, lead this and whatever else, right? And again, I'm being intentionally vague, so forgive me. I know this sounds pretty generic, but I can't talk about the detail. And the thing was, I remember feeling so overwhelmed. I had the benefit of it being email, but what I did was I booked time in my manager's calendar. See, I I took the time. (laughs) And uh, then when I was speaking to my manager, I said, you know, this is great. I love that you've selected me, that you think I can take care of this. You have that confidence in me. So, you know, I was giving this positive vibe here. I said, and I would love to take it on. Here's the catch. I have this stuff on my plate as well, which you've also told me and indicated in other meetings is important. I only have so many hours in the day. Uh, what should my priority list be? And in advance, I prepared a spreadsheet with all of my action items, all of my tasks or projects, whatever. And I then said, let's label them one through 10, or I can't remember what the numbers were, but uh, let's label them. And I had my manager help me go through it. And then therefore we were able to push dates out on some of my other projects to accommodate. Uh, In one of the cases, we even scrapped that as an action item. And I think my manager gave it to someone else because they wanted me on the other stuff. So it really worked out to say no in a roundabout way. It was a more of a, I want to do it, but if you want me to do a good job, you've got to help me reprioritize and almost give me permission as my manager and my gatekeeper here to say no and push back. Yeah, what I like about this one is that you were proactive and reached out and you put the meeting on the calendar and you were very practical about listing out and giving ABC ratings and all that. And because, you know, like the project manager example, your manager might not know how much time uh, things take, right? They might underestimate it. So making that visual and and showing the cost of things, um, it's way more convincing. Yeah, no, no, it worked out, worked out well in the end. So yeah, it was Good, good learning experience, something I haven't forgotten because uh, I definitely used, have used that ever since, that tactic. So there we go. Cool. Right. That's it, man. So takeaways, say no to create more of the good things for yourself, which will be in line with your goals. Don't let others inevitably set your agenda. Yep, perfect. And if you happen to still be working at an office, just walk through. When people say good morning, just say no and keep walking. Was That, that was the point of this, right? all right you take it easy bob thanks heaps all right man see you in the next one cheers we hope you enjoyed this episode to hear more from us go to pybyte slash friends that is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show and to join our thriving slack community of python programmers go to pybytes slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.